This is Cops, Court, and Community. Darnell Eason is an active law enforcement officer. On this show, we break down traffic laws in layman's terms so the average driver has a better understanding of the law. And we talk to people in the community to see what's going on in their neighborhood. Originating in New York and broadcasting to the world. This is Cops, Court, and Community. So today, guys, I'm sitting via Zoom uh, with Big Mac Sam. And uh, he's going to introduce himself, tell you a little bit about what he does. And I figured it was a good idea to get him on because obviously we know what I do. Sam is going to let you know what he does. And I think together um, we can make things a little bit safer out there for both you and I, um, your families, his family, and anybody that's watching. Um, I think it's an, an, an invaluable tool um, to any new driver who's seeking to get out on the road, no matter where you are, New York State, California, you know, Denver, Florida, doesn't matter where you're from. I think what he does is an invaluable tool. And I'm just going to turn it over to him right now and allow him to introduce himself. And he's going to tell um, the viewers what he does. Sam, what's up, man? Hello, everyone. My name is Big Mac Sam. Well, my name is Sam, but they, I'm also known as Big Mac Sam. I'm a content creator too. So I have a YouTube channel. Just look up Big Mac Sam on YouTube and you'll find me. I'm a driving instructor and I just give tips, you know, driving advice, rules of the road, whatever on my uh, YouTube channel. And um, uh, I am a behind, I'm certified to teach behind the wheel and to teach the class. Okay. Um, I used to drive um, transit bus, uh, coach bus, so, you know, it's, it's or, dr- driving is just my bread and butter. Excuse I me one hear, second. I hear yeah. So it's just, just what I do. Um, I've driven buses for years and, uh, I just, one day I decided to, uh, leave the transit bus. I used to work in New Jersey. Now I'm in New York and, uh, I decided to leave that and, uh, become a driving instructor after so many years of driving. I figured, you know, I've been driving for so long that <laughs> I might as well become a driving instructor, you know, speak about the experiences, the rules of the road. And I decided to become certified. You know, I, in order to be certified, you have to get. Uh, well, you, I'm sure you're gonna ask me questions about it later, but uh, I'll I'll explain in a, in a few. Um, All right. Yeah. So. Yep. So. All right. There you go for now. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my first question to you. Well, before I even get into the questions, like I said, you know, at sure. the beginning, you know, what you do is an invaluable tool. Um, to the motoring public, um, yes. for those who you know want to learn, you know the rules of the road and how to operate a uh, motor vehicle safely. And you know, you you gave your background. You you know a transit bus operator for many many years, and you mm-hmm. taking your experiences and brought them into the classroom setting um, by becoming a certified instructor. Mm-hmm. So my question, my first question is, you know, what does it take to be you know, a driving instructor. And 
is there uh, any you know special classes that you have to take to get certified? So could I just say, hey, I've been driving for 20 years. You know, I have law enforcement experience. I think I can teach you know people how to drive safely, and they just say, here's a certification. Is that how it works? No. <laughs> Actually, I want to I want to see if I can share something on my screen. Can I share something on my screen here? Let's see if it comes out. Let me see if I can. Is it possible? Let's see. Yeah, share screen right here. Host disabled participant screen sharing. Uh oh. <laughs> what happened? Can you can, can you enable that? It says host disabled participant screen sharing. Uh, let me see screen share. Yeah. Multiple participants. Let's see. More allow. Allow to record, right? Oh, yeah, uh, it, it showed up. It says host allows you to record this meeting. Oh, that one there. You know what? And I'm, not even rec I'm not even recording right now, so <laughs> I forgot to hit the record button. But that's all right, as long as you have it. Yeah, try that. All right, let's see. All right, here we go. Give me a second, share computer sound. Okay, so what do you see? Do you see my desktop? Yes. I don't know if you could, okay. It's blank, right? The blank desktop. Yeah, just I got the window screen. Okay. Or we all have the window screen. Yeah, because I have a uh, just I have two two monitors, one from the laptop and the second monitor. Okay. So let me show you what it takes to become a certified driving instructor. Let me see if you can see this right here. Let me bring this over. Can you see this window? Yes. Okay, right here. Here we go. This is what it takes to become a driving instructor. Okay, what are the requirements to become a driving school instructor? First, you must be employed by a driving school licensed by the uh, DMV. Uh, you must also meet requirements identified in the commissioner's regulations part 76.16. So you, you must be 21 years of age. Uh, okay. Uh, must have a driver license valid for operation in New York State that has been valid for at least two years preceding application in the class of vehicle that the instructor intends to teach in and has not been suspended or revoked in the last two years. Okay. Shows an acceptable driving record. You have to clean, have a clean driving clean record. record. Right. Yes. Uh, must have a high school or high school equivalency diploma. Must pass the required test. There's four tests I had to take to uh, be certified. Okay. Uh, which is a vision test, a road sign test, a written test, and a driving school instructor driving test, which is a road test, you know. So I had to take all those, a vision test, they check your eyes to see how well you see, a road sign test, they give you a sheet of paper and it has all the road signs with no words on them. You have to, you know, uh, describe or define. what it is, okay. Yeah, to say what it is, yes. And then the written test, the written test is actually 100 questions. <laughs> you know, so, so you gotta get, I think it's uh, over 70%. 70. Yeah, I, normally I, in New York State, those tests, yeah, it would have to be 70%. Yeah, yeah, so, yep. You have to um, get that score, and uh, then they test you on the road to see how you drive. It's how you drive. You, okay. you, even though you have your driver's license, you get tested in every, in basically any job that you do, you get road tested, just like being a bus driver. When I right. any bus company I work for, I was always road tested. You know, okay. on that on that vehicle. So, all right. So if I wanted to become an instructor, pretty much I'd have to get hired by a driving school. Yes. And, yes. And. All of this stuff is pretty, you know, pretty simple. Yep. I, I don't think I'd have any problems, you know. But there's two more things. Any of these things. <laughs> yeah, there's two more things. Um, you have to take a 30-hour course. It says it right here at the bottom, if you guys 
okay. you guys can see this. You have to take a it says before your driving school instructor certificate can be renewed. You must also complete a course in driver training and traffic safety approved by the commissioner consisting of at least 30 hours. It's known as the methods and content course for in-car instruction. Okay. So this 30 hour course is taught by various community colleges and driving schools that have been approved by DMV to provide the course. Now that's only for behind the wheel training. You gotta do the 30 hour course. All right. Now, if you wanna become a five hour class instructor, that's another 30 hours. That's part two. You gotta take that too. So, All yep. Right. And so, so, so basically what I'm seeing here is that, you know, mm -hmm. I would feel comfortable knowing that, you know, these driving school instructors are trained they're getting yes. the proper instruction to mm -hmm. turn around and teach um, those who are looking to get their license. Yes. You know, they're, they're, yes. They're, they're trained. And I'm going to show you. I don't know if you can see it. Let me um, let me uh, get out of here and stop the screen share. All right. Stop screen share. Stop share. Here it is. All right. Should we big screen now? You can see yes. me. Okay. We're good. We're good. So uh, once you get that you get one of these cards now i did block out my personal information right. for obvious reasons yeah for obvious reasons it has your name birthday certification number the driving school you work for and right here at the bottom where it says well you got the expiration when it expires mine expires 2022 and right here at the bottom see how it says classroom y yes that means that i can teach the, the five-hour class some driving instructors it says classroom N for no, because they're not certified. They only took only 30 hours, that's it. But I took 60 hours to do both. Okay. So so let me ask you now, how would you, or how do you communicate, you know, with the, these students during, you know, their driving lessons? And what do you really tell them before they actually get behind the wheel of a motor vehicle? Uh, one of the first things I ask when they're about to get in the car or when they get in the car, the first thing I ask is, have you been behind the wheel before? I want to know if they got some experience, okay. you know, because if it's the very, very first time they've never been taught how to, you know, ha have any skills with the, driving the vehicle or anything, mm -hmm. I have to start from scratch, you know. Yeah. So, but if if some of them say they had experience, their father was teaching them or or brother, sister, whatever, um, then that tells me that they they have some knowledge of the, you know, the car. So and, um, if, if somebody says, oh, my father was teaching me to drive, why would they now come to, you know, you for further instruction? And yeah, that that's funny because I've heard a lot of horror stories about family members, friends teaching someone. Uh, I had students tell me that they crashed their father's car or they, they hit something. Wow. You know, so they decided to go to a driving school because they, they figured we have all the tools to teach a student the correct way. And on top of that, you know, you keep in mind that, that uh, you know, for your viewers that driving schools, they come with the second brakes. So on the passenger side, there's a break right there for us. Okay. So yeah, we have I, I, I've watched, uh, you know, several of your uh, videos with the students behind the wheel. And I, I remember growing up, I used to see like a driving school uh, car with the steering wheel on that side. How come I don't see that anymore? Yes, I know that I heard about that too. I actually asked about that and they, they figured they don't need it anymore because we can just grab, have our left hand ready and, uh, and they're expensive cars like that are much more expensive, you know, to, to build them like that. Okay. So you just have a brake 
that's it. So it's it. We just have a break and and we have our left hand to grab the, automatically, you know, the bionics. I don't know if you've seen my video on, on yes, YouTube. Yes, that was my good. bionics kicked in. <laughs> so so the break, is it in relation to where it is if I were the driver or is it more for your right foot? Is it for the left? I mean, I, I don't know. Where is it situated? Oh, it's, it's situated just like the, um, you know, how we drive with our right foot. Uh -huh. Well, it's situated a little bit to the right, you know, just like when right. you're yeah, just like when you're driving or it could be um well the brakes like the brakes in a regular passenger when when you're driving i mean it's right in the middle right so right. it's right in the middle to us too okay all right all yeah. right yeah so now you know you said that you know the students would you know get into an accident with their friends or their parents car and yeah. we we all know um that driving is a big responsibility for a new driver and it's really nerve-wracking for somebody especially sure. that's never been behind the wheel of a sure. car you know yeah. they don't know they do a lot of overcorrecting. i remember i did that when i was first learning to drive how do you, how do you calm your students you know and let them know listen i, I understand it's a stressful thing what do you do what do you say mm -hmm. to to calm that stress i i um i just speak to them you know very uh gingerly <laughs> very carefully and and with a, a nice tone of voice you know you can't Come up to a student and tell them, listen, this is how you're going to do it. Don't be firm, so firm about it that they're going to get more nervous. I just tell them it's going to be okay. I actually have a video of a student that, that was very nervous. I did blur her image because she did, did not want to be on YouTube. But if you see my video, uh, I was talking to her very nice and calm. And I, I was telling her it's going to be okay. And I also told her that if she wants to observe how a driver drives, I'll get behind the wheel first and just she'll just see how I do it. And she felt more comfortable doing it that way. So, and then that's how we get started little by little by little, you know, with okay. students. So how, how, how did she, uh, I, I guess, was this her first time behind the wheel? Very first time, very wow. first time. Is that, yeah, I, I, is that nerve wracking for you as well? Um, I've gotten used to it at first, you know, it, it was a little scary at first, you know, when you're a beginner a driving instructor, but then as you know, you've been, with the experience of doing it for a while, you're used to it, you know, and then you just keep going. Okay. All yeah. right. And, so and now, you know what's here? Go ahead. So some someone that's new that that's mm -hmm. behind the wheel and it kind of leads into my next question, you know, is there one, you know, where do you prefer? And is there a specific time that you prefer? Well, I, I don't think you would be doing it at night. So maybe that's just not a valid question, but is there a safer place, you know, that you prefer to take uh, new drivers or you yes. just, we just go out on the road? No, um, with brand new drivers that never been behind the wheel, if mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable with them, I'll drive first, take them to an area that's much safer, less traffic. It could be by some factory area, hardly any traffic. Um, okay. Sometimes we'll like on a Sunday, if the parking lot is um, not too heavy at a mall and it's, there's hardly no cars in certain areas, We'll take them there. Um, you know, this is best to uh, go to areas that are very little traffic to start with them. All right. And so, something that I, I just thought about, and I forgot to yeah. mention at the very beginning, uh, Sam and I did uh, another of our video um, where he interviewed me. And guys, definitely go to his channel. Of course, I'm going to put his information in the comment section below where you can go and check out that video and, you know, see uh, how, how that went. I, I think it went well. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I yeah, did. It was, I a good did. One. It, it was good. So make sure you one 
subscribe to his channel, especially you. if you have somebody that's up and coming that wants to, you know, learn how to drive, you know, uh, just just go check out his channel. There's some good information there. There's some good videos. There's some funny videos out there. Uh, I definitely enjoy the content that you're putting Thank out you. there. Um, but let me just jump into my next question. Sure. Um, what, what strategies do you find are actually most effective when teaching an underperforming uh, driver? So not somebody that you know gets behind the wheel and you see, all right, this person's good. Somebody that keeps doing something that could potentially, you know, get them into an accident later on and they're driving, you know, career, their, you know, their, their time behind the wheel, you know, can you, can you explain, you know, what strategies you use? Um, if they're really uh, not doing too good on the road, you mean? Yeah. Like, um, well, I just, um, I'll just try to keep cool and uh, I'll explain to them the situation, uh, the rules of the road. You have to do it this way because you can get fined for it. Um, I just keep going with them and keep working with them. Some of them, it, it, some students are, take much longer. You know, everybody learns at a different pace, you know, right. and everybody, some, some people take much longer to learn the skill of driving and some people just pick it up fast. So those that are not doing too good, I just keep working with them and I just keep repeating myself. It's just like when they say, uh, when you, uh, teach an, an animal something over and over and over and you know they start picking it up so we'll just keep repeating the same thing over and like there's certain students that uh, have a lot of problems turning like they're going to make a right turn they start turning too soon or they start turning too late they're going to end up on the other side of the road i'll just help them and just keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it until they start picking it up okay that, that that's good you know uh you, yeah yeah you you should know that you know testing here in new york state you know making that turn if you hit the curb oh yeah what yeah. happens yes yes you that's failed. it done yeah exactly and so, i know so why is that important you know when turning you know cutting a you know turning a car too soon you know why is that important to make sure that you gauge that turn the right way what, what could happen to somebody that's cutting it too close to the curb or turning too soon well, there could be a pedestrian at the corner or, of course, the uh, sidewalk. If you're going to get too close, you're going to hit something. You, you might possibly your back tire is going to hit something or your front tire is going to hit something. How many if you drove with 10 students, how many mm -hmm. do you think, you know, actually, you know, hit the curb when they were turning? Um, uh, not none with me because I, I automatically grab that wheel. Okay. <laughs> <I> might, <laughs> like I, you know, like, like I said, that I say bionic. to my wife too. Yeah. I tell my wife, me, my, my, my bionics kicked in <laughs> and she starts laughing when I say that. Yeah. That, that's funny though. Yeah. Uh, again, you got to check out that video. That, that, that yeah. one's funny. That one definitely, uh, made me laugh. Um, so, you know, you're getting out there with your students mm -hmm. and now do you, are you with them from start to finish? So I come to you or mm -hmm. someone, you know, a new driver, they come to you, they want to learn how to operate a vehicle safely on the road, you know, day one. Are you with them to the end where they get their road tests or at that point you cut off and then something else happens? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Yes, um, with some students, some driving schools, they tend to change driving instructors on students. I don't know why. I think they should stick with one driving instructor so they can get used to it. Right. 
but so actually some students prefer multiple driving instructors to get different opinions. So it, it just depends, you know, if some people, they like a certain driving instructor, they tell the driving school, listen, I wanna stick with this driving instructor. He's really good. He's really nice. He, he, he knows what he's talking about. And some students, they say, I don't like this driving instructor. He's a little too firm, you know? So, and, you know, so it just depends on the situation. All right. So how many of your uh, students would you say actually passed their uh, road test or, you know, their driving exam, you know, on that, their first shot? Um, that's a kind of like a hard question to answer. And I was talking to my wife about that because some students, they think they could pass the road test with only five hours of driving. Five they hours. Think- they think they, they think, can? They think they can pass with five oh. hours, believe it or not. The DMV recommends at least 50 hours of driving before you take a road test. Mm-hmm. Some people think they could do it in five. Some people think they could do it in 10. Now, believe it or not, there's some that they do pass with five hours, but maybe they were taking some lessons on the side with a family member or a friend. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, so, and some people, they, they take 10 lessons. Some people take 15, 20. So the ones that, that passed on the first time, that are the ones usually that took so many hours with me, like 20 hours, 25 hours. Okay. And if they fail that road test, do they mm-hmm. have to come back to you guys or they just say, you know what, I'm going to try again? No, they could, They don't have to come back to us. They, they can, you know, reschedule online. They can do it online or they could have a family member or friend help them with the driving. So in your professional opinion, mm-hmm. uh, someone who takes a driving class, via a school, do you mm-hmm. find that they tend to do better behind the wheel as a driver or not? I think so. If they go with the driving school, yes. So, because we, we are trained to, to teach, you know, we're trained to show what the students need to know, you know, to be able to do the right thing on the road with the rules, regulations, the, the how to operate the car and all that stuff. Right. Do, you, do you find that they tend to retain that information so the minute they come to big sam's driving school mm-hmm. until the point where you know 20 some, years down the line they they retain that information so uh, i find drivers i find that the younger generation they pick it up quick the older generation is very hard okay. i had i had students uh, student drivers late 50s Whoa. um my my oldest uh, student was 67 and it was very hard for her to to pick it up, very hard. So the younger generation tend to pick it up really fast. Okay. So in your professional opinion, mm-hmm. um, and it's strictly your opinion, of course. Okay. Do you recommend someone take a uh, take lessons from a driving school? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because I actually made a video. It's on my channel. Uh, the reason being because when you train or get lessons from a family member's car or friend's car, they don't have a second break. And you do some kind of, you know, you start speeding up a little bit and you, that person that's with you, they don't have a second break. They can't stop that car. The only thing they can do is try to steer away but you can still lose control and, Good. you know, yeah. it's that, that, yeah. yeah, that I was really wasn't thinking that, but that that's a good point to uh, make. Yeah. But I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking that, you know, if I 
uh, I, I can't use myself. Well, let's just use the average person who's, you know, getting taught to drive, you know, by their brother or their uncle, their father, that person teaching them, uh, you would think they're going to teach them their bad habits, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, 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 if, and if I could say one, one thing, um, I had a student driver, he, he was in his late fifties. He actually came from another country. Okay. He, he was a limousine driver in his country. But he came to New York to get his driver's license, you know, New York State driver's license. I tested him. I gave him a mock test. He failed. Uh-huh. He was driving with one hand, <laughs> stopping at, stopping after the stop sign. <laughs> um, when he was parallel parking, he wasn't doing it the way, you know, you're supposed to be doing it on the road test. He was right. using his mirrors, not turning his head. So he... He was unsuccessful in my mock test. And then I, and I gave him um, his score and I showed him what all the mistakes he did, you know, yeah. all the critical driver errors, you know. So and then when I corrected his skills, took him to the road test, when he he passed and when he passed, he wanted to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, right? Not yeah, now. I, said, no, I, I, I was pushing him away. No kisses, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, well, that was before the pandemic, so. <laughs> well, even still, I, I get yeah, yeah. it. But now, <laughs> yeah. now uh, you, you brought something up, you know, uh, very important, you know, about backing up, you know, turning your head, looking over your shoulder. With all of the technology that we have right now, I'll be yeah. honest, I don't even turn around anymore. I have so mm-hmm. many cameras on my Yeah, myself too, I do too, yeah. I, I just look at the screen, you know, it uh-huh. pops up, mm-hmm. you know, I can see the front tire with the curb, mm-hmm. I can see the side of the car, I can see yeah. the top of the car, I can see mm-hmm. the line. Yeah. Do you find that people are looking for that technology or what? Um, the one thing I get asked from students is that they, they have a car that they're going to take to the road test and that they have a backup camera. Can they use that backup camera? I tell them, no, you cannot use it. The, the, uh, examiner at the road test, they will cover up the, uh, the little monitor for the backup camera. Mm-hmm. The reason being that the reason that they do that is because they know that in your lifetime, you're not going to be driving that car the whole time. You're probably going to start driving a car that's, that doesn't have a backup camera or that, that has, you know, a car that doesn't have a camera in the back. It doesn't have to be a backup camera. It could just be a camera that's installed that it's always on and you can see behind you there's right. some vehicles equipped like that. And there's some old vehicles that they might be driving. They don't have that backup camera or that camera in, in the back installed. And so you have to turn your head. You, you know, you should turn your head, you know, just turn your head, use your mirrors or everything. Just observe everything, you know, so that they, they just don't want you using that, that backup camera. Yeah, you, you, you kind of answered the question that I had towards the end, you know, about those uh, DMV uh, people that give the road test. Yeah, I was. Them. Yeah, they're, they're examiners. I just yeah, never they call them examiners. Calls, so thank you for yeah. clearing that up for me. Yep. Um, but let's kind of leapfrog into, you know, what I do as a profession. You know, as a law enforcement officer, do you know any instructors? You know, actually teach their students how to interact with law enforcement, and you know, that's if they get pulled over. And if so, why do they do it? And if you know of anyone or even if yourself, that you don't teach them, why? I teach it all the time, especially my uh, five-hour class. I teach it all the time. I actually have a video that I show my students uh, what to do. It's it's a video on uh, what to do if you get pulled over by a police officer. I okay. teach it all the time. I don't know about other driving instructors. I can't speak for them, but I, I mean, you know, I'm speaking for myself, but I you know, every driving instructor is different. You know, they, they have it their way. I don't, I'm not sure, but I know I do. 
Everyone is different. Yeah. So what would be one point if you, and I I don't know what you teach them in their class, but what Mm -hmm. do you think the most important thing is that you tell these students, Hey, if you get pulled over, do -hmm. this. Um, Well, one of the things I tell them, what three things do you need? What three documents do you need? If you get pulled over by a police officer, some of them just give me two answers. They forget one of them. Like yesterday, I asked that question and someone answered and they couldn't remember a third one. And I told them proof of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do the you, best thing. Do, do you tell them that, you know, New York State, I mean, maybe they don't have it in their car, but this was something very, you know, big, you know, with uh, law enforcement agencies kind of early on, especially in my career. If you didn't have that insurance card, you were getting a summons for it. But now New York State law says that they'll accept the digital version. So sometimes I, people I, are like, ah, oh, I don't yeah. have it. Do you have the insurance app? pull it up in the app. I told them that. Yes. Okay. I told them, like I told them yesterday and remember it doesn't have to be in paper form. I have Geico as my insurance. And I told them I have the Geico app. You sign in and you have your proof of insurance right there. You can show that to the police officer. Listen, if Geico is watching any representative, you want to, you know, throw some work for uh, Sam and myself, (laughs) we'll come out. We'll do a video for you guys. There you go. (laughs) There you go. A little shameless plug there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us some stuff. But all right, that that's good because, you know, with, with, with what's going on now, and I mentioned it, you know, in the video that we did, we did together, you know, with the whole defund the police and Black yeah. Lives Matter, the mm-hmm. whole BLM movement, and all, all kinds of, you know, uh, groups out there that are just anti-police. It's good that um, you guys are, you know, teaching these students how to you know, interact, you know, with Mm -hmm. the police, you know, and, you know, making sure that they have those documents, making sure they're in order. And, Mm -hmm. you know, overall, it'll just make for a better car stop for the police officer and the driver themselves. So that's good. But now, with the fact that they are getting pulled over, in the event that they get a traffic summons, um, do you guys provide them with like the point system? So you say, Hey, if you run a stop sign, this is the number of points that you're going to get on your license. If you get caught speeding, this is another set of points. If you're talking mm-hmm. and texting, that's two different sets of points, texting and driving yeah. and using your cell yeah. phone. You know, do you guys provide that? So maybe they say, Hey, I don't want to get, you know, any points mm-hmm. on my license. Yeah. And also do you tell them, Hey, after a certain amount of points, your license gets suspended. Do you share that information with these, uh, Actually, to be honest with you, no, we don't teach that. I couldn't find any. Give me one second. I couldn't find any information unless I. I, This is the book that we have. Is or okay here it is. It says a New York State Department Motor Vehicles Pre-Licensing Course Instructor's Manual, and we go we teach them what's in here. Um, I probably overlooked it, but we I, I the other driving schools that I work for also, I seen the other driving instructors teaching the four hour class and. No, we don't go over that. The only thing we go over is the uh, how many the point system, how many points you need to pass to get your driver's license. But yeah. that is a good point. We should bring that up, though. Yeah, because you got to say, hey, look, you know, you can't just get behind the wheel and drive, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a violation and there's no. Real I mean, they, yeah, they, they know, do hey, know that. They, mm-hmm. this, they, this they, is... You know, they do know they, they can get a fine and all that. Right. But, but you know, not just a fine, but now you have points. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. you get a certain amount of points, you know, at minimum, you know, they're going to suspend your license for 31 days. Once you hit a certain threshold, then maybe yeah. that license is your livelihood. Yes. You yes. Know, there's something to think about, you know, maybe bring mm-hmm. it, you know, back to your school or, hey, just throw it in there yeah. real 
quick, you know, you yeah. get it yeah. online, you know, mm-hmm. say, Hey, look, these are the points that you can get. If you commit these violations after a certain amount, no license. And now, yeah. you know, you, you yeah. might be suspended and now you run the risk of getting arrested for driving with a suspended license. Of yes. course, it all depends on the number of suspensions that you have, but you, mm-hmm. you don't want any suspensions on your driving. Yeah, record. yeah, oh. exactly. I mean, there's only one, one of the uh, point systems that I tell them about, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, there's one of the point systems that I tell them about um, when it says like in Manhattan, if you drive, it says, don't block the box. I think they give you two points for that and $200 uh $200 that's fine. a big one and and yeah. I, I i personally i dislike that because there are certain areas within manhattan that's just very congested and i get it you don't want to block the box you want the traffic to move freely but i i saw it myself and i was actually approached by a new york city traffic agent because i thought that i could have you know the clearance to get through and i waited i i did the right thing and traffic was moving i'm like all right I can, I can make it, but for whatever reason, I just didn't see far enough ahead and I got caught in the box, not bad, but to my left, there were like, you know, three or four traffic agents standing there and they were just waiting and it kind of upset me a little bit. And I'm like, you should be directing the traffic, not waiting for somebody to turn around. I see that a lot too. Yeah. I don't like that. I said, why weren't you just directing traffic? You, you had a better view than me. You could have said, hold on a second you know, mm-hmm. and let me know. But at, at the end of the day, she she was very understanding. She didn't write me the summons, you know, or anything like that. I think she understood that. Um, but I understand, even if she did, she has a job to do. You know, we all have a job to do. And I would have understood it. You know, maybe I should have waited just a little while longer to make sure. Yeah, yeah. In that Manhattan traffic, man, it's just like, oh, just got to get out of this traffic. Terrible. You know? Yeah. So I, I understand it. Um, listen, you know, I, I don't want to hold up, you know, too much more of your time. I only got a few more questions I want to get no, out there. Okay. Um, my, my next question to you is you've been doing this a long time and yeah. I, I, I sincerely appreciate, you know, you doing the job that you do, because it, again, it's, it, it's very important that these new drivers yeah. learn now mm-hmm. during your time yeah. driving, have mm-hmm. any of your students been involved in an accident? Or is that break there preventing it? Well, I'll tell you this. I had a lot of almost. I mean, if you look at my videos, I had a lot of almost. I only had this one particular student. Let me see if I can pull it up. I hope I can share, still share my screen here. All right, let me hit share. Okay, I had a student that she was doing the parallel parking and it wasn't big. She was backing up on the uh, parallel parking. And let me pull up this picture here. All right, see that fire hydrant? You see that, right? Yes. Fire hydrant. Okay. She was now this fire hydrant is you, you can see this higher, but it was actually lower. And she was backing up and she was doing fine. Her driving skills were not too bad. She was doing fine. She was backing up. All of a sudden she hit the gas a little too hard. And that happened so fast, you know, and she hit this right here. What is that? Like the nut that turns the, uh, yeah. to take the cap out or something. She yeah, hit that. And, and, that's and, that's and, just and, for the spanner wrench. They call it a spanner wrench. And yes, that yes. spanner wrench goes on that and it releases mm-hmm. the cap. And uh, she hit that and she poked a small hole in the back of the bumper. Wow. <laughs> but that's no, about nothing it. Nothing major. No, nothing major. No, no. Nothing major. Well, that's nothing good. Major. Yeah. Now, Glad that wasn't anything major, but tell 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 the viewers about your worst experience. 
Uh, my worst experience. Oh man, I had a uh, one particular student. There was two lanes. We were dri driving down the road. He wanted to change over to the right lane. So what he does is, he's not. You know, when you're gonna change lanes, you're supposed to keep your wheel still going straight. So <laughs> he did one of these. He he turns. And his arms is going doing this, turning the wheel the opposite way. I don't know why he did that, but it, it's like his mind wasn't, you know, hand eye coordination, you know, so or mind mind hand coordination. So he's doing this, and he almost smacked into the wall. There was a wall on the left side, wow. and you know, like I said, my bionics kicked in, and I had to grab that wheel so hard. Bionics. And when I turned it, I turned it to get back in the lane, the car jerked and you could see other drivers, you know, they they were, they probably understood it was a student driver, uh, driving school car. Yeah, see, I, I thought you were gonna mention, you know, sympathetic movement, like, you know, he was looking, you know, to the right and then he started gravitating to the right, but he yeah. just did it opposite. So he's he did looking the opposite. to the right and then gravitating to the left, wow. Yes, and, and, and I don't, and like I told my wife, I don't know why that happened because usually it would be the, the way that he wants to go, but he was actually doing the other way. It was like he had a heavy left hand and he was going the opposite way, wow. I don't know why. That's, that's unusual, you know? Very unusual, yes. So I, I think you kind of answered, you know, my next question, um, but I'll ask it anyway. How many lessons are given before they can actually take their road test? Or is it really at the, you know, the teacher's discretion or the students, well, the teacher's or the student's comfort level? It depends. It depends. Some students, they want they don't want to pay more money. They say, I don't have any more money. I'm going to just take five lessons and wing it. I had one student, she told me, I'm going to just wing it. I'm going to take five lessons and wing just going to wing it. And that's probably exactly. somebody that's going to get pulled over later on in life. Yes. Yes. And, you know, they're going to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? They went to the road test and they were unsuccessful. They were they, not? They were unsuccessful. Yeah, they were, were not successful. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like to use like, the word. Oh. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't like to use the word fail. I just say unsuccessful. <laughs> yeah, that, that's know? a nice way yeah. to, to put it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah, good. So that, some, that makes them feel a little bit better mm -hmm. about themselves. Yeah. I get it. Um, so now when you take them to their driving, and this is really my last question for you, are okay. the driving instructors, your profession, are they cool with the DMV examiners? So if I took Big Sam's uh, class and now that Big examiner sees that okay. I'm with Big Sam, they know I, yeah. this guy's going to pass. I know how Sam teaches his mm -hmm. class. Are they cool where it's like, all right, well, this other guy wasn't that great, so I know I'm going to have a problem. Uh, are are um, they good like that? Uh, some examiners, you know, they, they, to be honest with you, um, they have a poker face. They're not really, you know, friendly. I hate to say that. Some of them are very cool, you know, and uh, some of the uh, examiners, I sometimes come up to them, the one that I feel like they're approachable. And because I already know them for a while, you know, I get the vibes, you know, I, I know who's cool, who's not. Uh, some of the examiners that I'm, I feel comfortable with, I, I sometimes tell the examiner when they're going to go with that student, be careful because this student, they decided to take a road test when I didn't recommend it. They're okay. not really, um, you know, Do you driver. find that they pass sometimes? Like, oh, wow, I'm surprised. Um, no, or not they really. Were just unsuccessful. Yeah, they were unsuccessful. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, they they they're not good. Yeah, they did not do good. Okay. Yeah, right. and, and you know when when I tell them that, I tell them 
Now, be careful with the student. Uh, they're not really good. The examiner tells me, thank you, I appreciate it. Because that way it gives them, give them more of an alert to, to get ready to uh, press down on that brake or grab the wheel. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, that's all I have for now. <laughs> for now. Sure, sure, uh, sure. I'd definitely like to get you back on. You know, awesome. um, I, I'll awesome. ask the viewers if you guys have any questions. You know, again, maybe you have, you know, a, a preteen or some, you know, of your family members that are looking to get their license and you want to learn a little bit more, you know, about the process, please put those questions comments, concerns in that section below. And Sam, he'll take a look at it. I'll take a look at it. Maybe we'll put together another video and address those questions for you, um, which I think would be a great thing. So you, you have anything that I did not ask that you want to get out there, please take this opportunity and do so, man, if you have um, anything. Can't think yeah, of just put you on the spot, right? No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I'm already on the spot. I got my ring light right here. <laughs> Spotlight. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll put together something again. You know, I definitely appreciate you taking, you know, the time out. We've been trying to get this thing done for a little while. And I understand, yeah. you know, with our schedules and with COVID and everything. Yeah, exactly. But we got to get this done because, again, it's very important for yes. me yes. personally to get this information out. You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, again, we'll, we'll, we'll put something together again, you know, uh, at a sure. later date to address some other concerns. You know, I might definitely have some more questions that I like to throw out there at you. Sure. And, you know, we'll put together something again. Um, okay. So, again, you know, tell tell these guys, you know, how they can find you. You know, your YouTube, got some social media you want to put out there. Put it all out there, man. Yep. I just have, well, I'm basically sticking with uh, YouTube. I'm not really big into, I don't have a Facebook account. Uh, if you, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really follow. I, I just basically have a, a Twitter account just for people to send me private messages. Yeah, Twitter. You know, but I'm not good. I, 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 I wasn't a big tweeter, but now I'm mm -hmm. following. You know everything that's going on. You know, it's yeah. a good source of information. Yeah, I, I actually follow just a small number of people on Twitter, but I'm not really big into it. I'm not follow constantly cops posting. Community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you you do. Yeah, you do. Now you found my, my um. I noticed that that's how you got a hold of me because you yes. found my Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how. That's what people should do. You know, just have yeah. at least one of those. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, man. Listen uh, again. I appreciate you. You know so much for taking the time awesome. out. Awesome. You know and and doing this, and yeah. you know I I think as we move forward you know we'll build some more content together you sure. know and hopefully this is you know, awesome. soon when this whole you know COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic mm -hmm. thing you know comes to an end you know we'll get together we'll grab a bite yep. you yep. know and you know we'll bring our families together and you know we'll, we'll continue doing what we do here man so I definitely yeah. appreciate you awesome man thank you for having me all right guys all appreciate right. it man as always guys make sure you subscribe both to channel to cops court and community yep. uh big mac sam check them out on uh youtube Thank you. and definitely guys as i always say finally please guys be humble be compassionate love one another and that comes from first peter 3 8 guys thank you so much sam i appreciate you man yep. god bless you man take care take care yep later